How's it going? Welcome back to Ethan's Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the J.D. Selinger book, The Catcher in the Rye. The Catcher in the Rye begins with the main character, Holden Caulfield, being expelled from his school, Pensatory Prep. From here, he makes the subsequent journey home to his hometown of New York City. Uh, along the way, he meets a lot of interesting characters and overall, overall starts tries, tries, is just trying to tell his story. Uh, when he arrives home, he the first group he encounters is a group of three ladies in their mid-30s. He's at a bar trying to buy a drink, dance, enjoy the night as anyone would do on a nice, I believe, a Tuesday evening. Um, the ladies obviously not interested in a young man like him, but they, dan- they dance anyway. Some flirtatious, some not. Uh, all the while, Holden is... Somewhat convinced he's in love, in love with one of them, but he tries to talk to them, and they don't listen. They're more concerned with the gossip of the time period, and they talk amongst themselves for the majority of it, ignoring him and what he tries to say to them. Um, from here, the next character they're holding these is a cabbie, and similar thing. He, again, tries to tell his his story. What He tries to uh, express his feelings to the cabbie, and is, again, shut down, and called a madman. Again, another instance of alienation, Holden, which Holden uh, faces off and is certainly a common theme throughout the book. Upon returning to his hotel, Holden uh, meets a old elevator operator who ends up uh, relating him to a prostitute, and Holden becomes <laughs> unique in the fact that he ends up paying the, the said prostitute to not have sexual intercourse with him. Not the most straightforward thing, but again, he is trying to uh, tell his story and really relate to uh, the prostitute and get him to get her to listen to him. A big common theme throughout the book. Although Holden is trying to talk about his his personal struggles at the moment. His his main struggle is. That he's he's growing older and he's he's transitioning from childhood to adulthood and he is so fed up with the adult world he sees a lot of phoniness in it and he really searches to uh, stay hold and keep a hold of that childhood innocence he grows six inches and he, he's beginning to develop gray hair on the side of his head to signs that he's becoming an adult but he's just so uh, unwilling to relinquish his childhood. After the prostitute, he ends up meeting her pimp who gives him a couple gut punches because he refuses to pay the woman. He tries to refuse to pay the woman for because she didn't actually have sex with him. But regardless, he moves on. Um, Holden tries to meet up with his sister who he loves dearly, who is really an inspiration to him because she listens to him and is really someone he uh, connects with. In uh, he tries to find her at this pond. Yeah, I was actually asking the cabbie about where, where the ducks went during the winter, but that was regardless. Um, he, he ends up stumbling across the uh, Natural History Museum, and he uh, relates in the relishes in the fact that uh, nothing really changes there. Everything it's the same scenes that were there when he used to go when he was in uh, elementary school and whatnot. He, you could really see the fact that he holds dearly to the past and. He, what he really wants is just for time to stand still so he can really uh, just stay where he is. He appreciates the time in his life and he does not. he's not ready to move on. 
after the museum, he tries to meet up with uh, a friend he knew, Sally. Um, this is productive at first. He's happy to see her and whatnot, but this soon uh, he soon becomes bored of this. He sees he sees a phony in her as well. Uh, she talks of this Andover boy, which really uh, makes him mad, and he. <laughs> He just ends up ruining that relationship. Uh, he bursts out and explains these elaborate plans for them to run away together, essentially. And uh, that does not go over well, and he ends up uh, offending her, calling her a, a pain in the ass and laughing at her. Uh, another instance of Holden trying to talk to somebody and uh, get somebody to share in his uh, his vision but kind of, again, rejected, and he the, that alienation that we see of his character really uh, at the forefront again. Uh, after Sally, uh, Holden meets up with another uh, person he knew at a different school before Pensy. Uh, he, at Wooden School, he knew him, a boy named Carl Luce. He meets up with him to have a drink. Uh, Carl Luce was influential uh, to Holden because he used to tell um, he used to tell tales of his sexual conquest and Holden really <laughs> looks, being a teenage boy really uh, was excited by that and he meets up with Carl Lewis and they try to he Holden tries to get Carlos to talk about these sexual encounters and whatnot but Carl Lewis just as everyone else has grown up and matured and he really is harsh on Holden and he's just I get your brain out of the gutter you know grow up type things um, and again, time and again, Holden is trying to talk to somebody, but is alienated and not listened to. He's, he struggles to find that connection with anybody. Um, and it really, it, it'd be, it's evident that is, this is the recurring theme of the book is that he's not ready to grow, get, get older and grow up and relinquish what he, uh, was so fond of and in being a child, in the innocence of it. Um, after Carl Luce, Holden ends up stumbling to a former English teacher, Mr. Antolini, um, who you know, he ends up spending the night there, again, trying to talk to him, finding someone he can talk to, and he wakes up to actually Mr. Antolini stroking his forehead, which is very startling, and it's kind of a... And he gets really... Uh, frightened by this and because of the overtly homosexual uh, predatorial nature of the this and he quickly gets him and leaves and ends up sleeping on a park bench or a, a bench at Grand Central Station for a couple hours. After this he, he goes to his, he really he connects with his sister Phoebe again and uh, this is this is this is a character that and the friend that he really desires. Uh, Phoebe wise beyond her years really uh, is very influential with Holden and because she connects with him and she uh, when she puts his hat the hat back on his head at the end pouring rain and after the carousel ride uh, tells him to, to keep a hold of his innocence and his youth but also to and she kind of gives him the motivation to move on and get help because he is while not it is not initially clear the the reader eventually sees that uh, Holden is, is sick, and it is revealed that early on in the book, and at the end again, uh, Holden is in a getting treatment 
for his his mental condition. But again, Phoebe is that is that does that strong anchor character that really ties Holden down and helps him get back to where he needed to be. Wrapping it up, the main themes that we are present in, present in uh, Catcher in the Rye are, are phoniness and alienation. The phoniness, uh, Holden is, is somewhat truthful in his insight. Uh, he sees that the adult world is extremely phony and extremely image-driven when there is a lot more underneath. And he's, he's completely right in these aspects, but um, phoniness is also self-destructive. Um, he's constantly being phony towards other people. It's kind of hypocritical, but also uh, kind of sad at the same time. He's he he is so uh, angered by phoniness, but he can't help but participate in it somewhat himself. Um, alienation is another large part in the book. Um, it, Holden is as he tries as he continues through his journey of trying to get people to listen to him. He constantly is rejected. Uh, he's constantly alienated, and um, although he is he is human and he 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 wants this human contact but it's kind of rejected and it, it, it hurt it hurts him he, he's he's very lonely and desperate and depressed and that's why he reaches out to so many people and so many people who have really don't know him all that well um it's very bad for him you can and by the end you really understand that he is it's a much deeper mental problem than what you may have thought um yeah and then to wrap it up great book uh Great read, very interesting, um, especially from a great author like J.D. Salinger, who experienced as much as he did. Great insights and a definitely unique story. This has been Ethan Doyle. Catch me next week.